Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Geek with Muscles podcast with Mike Robert, discussing science, technology, spirituality, and something else. Well, hello, everybody. I hope everyone is doing great out there on this cold January evening. We are experiencing a lot of cold weather throughout the country right now, and tonight in Miami, it's going to be 45 degrees. And for us, that's pretty freaking cold. I know a lot of you out there are probably saying, I wish it was 45 where I was, but it's going to be 45 here. So Miami, we're not used to this cold weather, and I think we're actually one of the warmest spots in the country at the moment. So I'll take it. It's a nice departure from our weather, but by the end of the week, we're supposed to get up into the 80s again or lower 80s or upper 70s, so it's not that bad. Anyway, so I have a lot going on in my life right now. I wasn't going to record a podcast because I'm about to go on vacation on Saturday, and there's just a lot going on. I just got really pissed off, though, um, at Facebook. I'm going through my feed and just reading posts and stuff, and I'm seeing a lot of the people in the gay community just body shaming uh, the White House press secretary, just lashing out at people for expressing their opinion it just highlighted something for me that has really been bothering me as of late. And and that is what's happening to our gay community or, or is there even a community anymore? It just seems like it's really going away. It's really bothering me because I, I remember a time, unfortunately it was when we were all closeted. Right. But I remember a time when you could meet someone and just because they were gay, you were excited about it. Oh, wow. Here's another gay person. In fact, the first relationship I ever had, it was because I, I simply found someone that was gay like me. And it was like, you were just so excited. You found someone who was gay and who was, you know, not crazy and normal. You could experience and share life with and right away. You immediately bonded with that person because you couldn't be choosy there. It was like a desert really of gay people. It was really hard especially if you didn't go to gay bars or, and we had an online community back then, but this was prior to AOL. And that's actually where I met my first partner was online. But prior to AOL on an online system, I managed myself. They were called bulletin board systems. Back then the gay community was a lot stronger. We were united. We were together. And now just going through my Facebook feed this evening, you have all these gay men, body shaming the White House press secretary, calling her ugly, saying that if she were a drag queen, she couldn't be any uglier. I mean, just horrible, horrible stuff. Stuff that you would associate with, like, someone in high school saying. And it's just, it's just so not cool. And they were just lashing out at her. Another guy was going off saying, if you in any way support President Trump, that he's going to lash out at you as well. Like, like if yelling at somebody ever ever changed anybody's mind, and I even posted that today. I was like, you can't you can't scream your opinion into someone and force them to believe you. I mean, no no argument ever gets won that way, and it's just ridiculous. So all this stuff today, it just really said, you know what? I have to record this episode because I'd been wanting to record it for some time about our gay community and how it's just sad. You know, it's not like it used to be. It's and and part of that comes about because we're being more accepted and so we're branching out we're stepping out of this envelope and we're experiencing life 
outside of the neighborhoods and we're you know moving into neighborhoods where or or we we actually we were already there right but now we're open about it and we can actually get married to a guy instead of getting married to a girl and you know living a, a life on the side <laughs> so all that's gone but with that it's come with a price it really has it's 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 interesting because we were largely closeted throughout our history okay unless it's where it was like culturally accepted like if you go back into ancient history like literally spartans spartans literally they had women for were for mainly for procreation and then men had a a lover and that was just socially acceptable but aside from all those unique sort of cultures we were we were really closeted and as a community and but that brought us together in world war ii the nazis made us wear pink triangles and we turned that around for us actually that became our symbol right before the rainbow flag it was a pink triangle because that's what the nazis labeled us up with um in the concentration camps the gay prisoners in the 50s and 60s we had ozzy and harriet come along that sort of generation and there was absolutely no room for gays with the classic american sort of family that was again we were bonded together because we were all we had we only had each other everybody else was against us so we didn't have time to turn against each other we needed each other for support and then of course in the late 1960 in in 1969 the stonewall riots took place that was the beginning that was the beginning of our movement in 1970s we began to emerge we began to stand up we organized parades and we were becoming more and more ingrained into the social awareness of people whether it be good or bad but mo it started to shift because we weren't going to be closeted anymore and you know we had that famous rally cry we're here we're queer get used to it and of course in 1977 anita bryant came along and she did a number on us but we stuck together and then in the early 80s hiv aids came around and we really came together as a community we organized in in a way that many communities probably haven't seen since the civil rights movement with dr martin luther king this was a huge organized movement we were all into trying to help each other survive with this horrible disease not even government supported us i remember so many friends uh talking to me about how they had friends of theirs dying right and left dropping dead and the, their friends were the only family they had because they couldn't come out to their to their regular family and these people were dying right and left there was no one to turn to and even the government turned their back ronald reagan reduced hiv aids funding for research because he took the stance that it was a plague from god and that only people that practiced that abnormal behavior got the disease and that's the sort of stigma and prejudice that we have come to know in our lifetimes as being gay men and then AIDS started going away and the better treatment started happening. It's just so weird because now now that all that is diminishing and we can get married now, our community isn't as strong as it used to be. And some may argue that I'm wrong. But let me tell you something. World AIDS Day in December 
I walked with my partner in Wilton Manors, Florida, and his mother, which was a very emotional thing to see. Eric and his mom walking together on Wilton Drive. You would have thought that such an event in such a heavily populated gay neighborhood as Wilton Manors, it, you would have thought it would have shut the streets down completely, that there would have been thousands of people. I don't think there was a thousand people, period. I think maybe five or six hundred, maybe. I was so disappointed with the turnout. And here we are walking down Wilton Drive. They were supposed to close down the entire street, but they couldn't because of construction. But they, they closed down Wilton Drive for block parties for Halloween. It seemed like a huge slap in the face. And you have all these people enjoying dinner at restaurants. The clubs are still pumping their music. The basses, you can hear it in the distance. And here we are, a small group of people walking down Wilton Drive. And it was really upsetting. There's a lot of old timers in Wilton Manors. There's a lot of people that carried the torch for us that saw all of this horrible prejudice where people were being arrested just for being in a gay bar or being uh, beaten at the end of a gay rights parade or rally by police officers. And yet these people are sitting there, you know, they got their wine glasses in their hand in some cases looking at us and, and some of them wondering like, what the hell's going on? This AIDS really, really impacted our community a great deal. And where was everybody? And the people that were there, it was amazing. It was so wonderful. It was just such, it was that sense of community that I was reminded about that used to exist that somehow doesn't exist anymore. And as a result, we've started becoming little bitches to each other, literally. And in some cases, this sort of bitchy attitude, it's kind of glamorized. If you watch RuPaul's uh, Drag Race, that whole show is just drama, you know, Oh no, honey, I'm better than you, you know, and, and that sort of thing. And, and I'm like, well, since when did that become a cool thing? Since when did being a total bitch, a sarcastic, bitter queen, when did that become something that was funny and cool? And, and, and yeah, it's okay for like a stage act. That's fine. That's funny because that, that's comedy. You're up on stage and everything. But when did it become cool to be that way all the time? to be nasty, to be insulting people, to try to cut the jugular, so to speak, with words. It's become glamorized. It's become popular. I remember even watching an episode of Glee, and they had this young black male. He was a new singer, and he was like a total diva. And I think, I don't remember the storyline exactly, but I think he might have been trans gendered i'm not exactly sure but in any case he was such a diva and they thought it was so cool like all the kids are like oh my god and he had his little entourage that's not cool you know i'm sorry i don't think that there's anything cool about that not not the good side of the gay community you want to see you know whatever happened to us being friends with everybody and just being you know cool now it's all about showing off and competing it just I, I'm just wondering where the sense of community is. And if you're listening to this and you agree or you disagree, please comment on my podcast and let me know. Let me know what your thoughts are about this, because it's something that I've been thinking about a long time. I just miss those days. I miss those days when 
we were so friendly to each other. It kind of reminds me when I had a long distance relationship and I used to fly to San Francisco every other month, Miami to San Francisco. And now that was a sense of community. And that was like walking into a barbershop and everybody in there smiling at you and saying hello. And, and they had never seen me before and they didn't know who I was. But just because I was a part of the community and walked in, it was, hey, how are you? Everybody was that way. It was, it was, it was so much friendlier. There was just sense of compassion for everybody. And I don't know, maybe I was looking at it through rose-colored glasses or something, but it seemed completely different. Now, of course, here in Miami, there, there really is no gay community. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to find any gay community. There's some small groups that meet for dinners and things like that, but there really is no like community as far as, oh, let's do this as a community. You know, we just got a gay pride for crying out loud like five years ago. We didn't even have a parade. I think it's been five years, maybe less, but I think, yeah, it's like five years. But yeah, we didn't even have a gay pride parade and we've always been fragmented. And then when we did have the gay community that was large here, we went to Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) Most of the gays moved and then they went to Fort Lauderdale. Now they're living in Wilton Manors. Why is it then that we have all these freedoms now, we have gay marriage now, we have all these wonderful rights that are afforded to everybody else, but were withheld from us, and now we have them. And why is it that now we're we're such assholes to each other? I just don't get it. If you go on to these apps such as like Grinder or Scruff, these hookup apps, my God, people are rude. I am so glad I'm not single just so I don't have to deal with that sort of social rejection and that sort of rudeness and and that sort of pretentiousness and superficial. I mean, talk about superficial and I don't get it. And And that's also, you know, a lot of that's portrayed in the media too. When you watch television, the gay guys on television are superficial or pretentious but they only care how somebody looks. There's a lot of those characters, like even in Will and Grace, I'm a little bit more impressed with the with the new Will and Grace because I really didn't like the old Will and Grace. I thought it was a negative reflection on the community, much as I thought as the TV show Queer Ass Folk was a horrible reflection of the gay community. It was very negative and it just highlighted a lot of the drug use. Now, mind you, that is a very real part of the gay community the drugs and and that, but those TV shows seem to make it seem like that was all there was, that there wasn't anything else besides that. And again, it sort of glamorized that sort of pretentious and shallow behavior. So yeah, so I'm seeing this a lot on Facebook tonight. I'm just seeing a lot of gays lashing out, a lot of gays getting upset at people just because of their political affiliations. Yet that's what we are. We're Americans. We have the right to choose. And suddenly, if you chose to vote for Donald Trump, let's lash out at you. Let's scream at you. Let's try to reject you from the community because you somehow, um, by exercising your right to vote as an American, you're somehow being squelched. You don't deserve to, to be part of the community because you don't think like the community. So again, there's that rejection. Let's not let you talk. Let's, you know, yell at you on Facebook. And it's so contrary, right? It's so contrary because these are the same 
you know, people that experienced that same form of prejudice when they were closeted and you had other groups saying to them, no, we don't want to hear you speak because you're gay, you're perverts, you're child molesters. And now they're turning around, they're doing the same thing and they're being prejudiced and judgmental on somebody just because of who they voted for rather than being upset at the people that didn't vote. Because if everyone who was supposed to vote voted, I can guarantee you the election would have turned out completely different. But instead of getting angry at those people, they went out and they got upset at the people that exercised their right as American citizens. Yeah, and and just really turned off that it's gay people that are doing it. That it's gay people are being so angry and turning their backs on their fellow gays. You're not going to change anybody's mind by yelling at them like we need a dialogue more than ever. There needs to be a dialogue. There needs to be conversation. We need to all be on the same page. We need to, if you want change, be that change. But don't try to squelch people and shut them up. Don't make fun of people. Don't be so bitchy. And I just don't get it. Whatever happened to the gay community? So as you can tell, that's my theme for tonight. That's my message. It's a short one, I know. I just really wanted to get it out there because it's something that's been bothering me lately. I just don't understand And I know I keep saying that, but I really don't understand what's happened to our community. And it's a shame because when we were brought together by by adversity, we were such wonderful people to each other. And now that that now that that's drifting away, it's it's drifting into the shadows We're and we're allowed to like be free. We're making the choice to turn our backs on each other, to to say negative things to each other, to cut each other down, to really be as cruel and and judgmental as people were to us. And we're doing it to our own community, which is sad. So yeah, that's about it for me. That's all I wanted to say. I know it's, it's a short podcast. It's only about 20 minutes, but I like to keep them short. I don't like to drag it on, but I hope that you comment on this podcast and if it got you angry great comment about it either way i take criticism if you can say something to me in a critique i used to be a professional actor and you have to know how to take criticism because you get critiqued all the time in your performances so that was a great skill i learned so if you want to critique me and give me some feedback i would absolutely love it i welcome it also you can uh, read my blog geekwithmuscles.com And follow me on Facebook and Twitter as well. Okie doke, guys. Have a wonderful January. I'll see you in February. And hopefully I'll let you know all about how my vacation went. Have an amazing month or two weeks. And I will see you guys next time. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Geek with Muscles podcast. Catch more of Mike on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and geekwithmuscles.com.